Hello, and welcome to day one of Innova Physiotherapy and Pelvic Health's 21-day Pelvic Health Challenge, hosted right here on the Vino and Vaginas podcast. For anyone that doesn't know, my name is Cassie Dion, and I am the owner of Innova Physiotherapy and Pelvic Health, and I'm also the co-host of Vino and Vaginas, the podcast. And I am all about opening up the conversations that we have around pelvic and sexual health and talking about all of the things that so many people are possibly or maybe too embarrassed or too shy to talk about or who maybe taught that they shouldn't talk about these things. And I love talking about this. I want everyone to talk about it and everybody to know kind of everything that they should know regarding our pelvic and sexual health. And that's one of the reasons I created this challenge to spread some awareness about all of these things that we should know. These things that I truly believe we really should have learned honestly, as teenagers in school, but it's something that we don't learn then. And so the truth is, and I know this sounds like a tall, um, like a tall tale kind of from the get-go from just listening to me talk for 21 days. But the truth is that learning this stuff and being aware of what we're going to chat about over the next 21 days, it really and truly can seriously make a big impact on your overall health. It really can. And I think that just goes to speak to the power of having this information and being able to take your own health into your own hands. So I really, really hope that you guys listen up over the, over the next 21 days, because there really, really is going to be some important tidbits that I hope help. Um, so moving on, I kind of went on a tangent there and I'm pretty sure I already was going to talk about these things later, but today's episode is going to be pretty short and sweet because really the purpose of it is to just more generally introduce you to the challenge and some of the housekeeping of it. And then I do want to talk about what your pelvic floor is and general pelvic health, just because we really want to lay down those foundations so you guys can understand a few things before moving forward and all of the other topics. And then lastly, I'm also going to actually ask you a few things, things that I want you to reflect on and think about before we chat again tomorrow. So for this challenge, first and foremost, I want you to know that the more that you put into it and the more that you do kind of the the work that I'm asking of you, then the more you're going to take away from that or take away from it. And I know that sounds pretty common sense, um, but sometimes we just need to explicitly hear that because I am going to be giving you a bit of a combination of education and then some practical tips. And I might even ask you to to take notes or reflect or journal on some things that are going to be relevant to each of the teachings that I'm giving. And these tips, they're truly small things that you can do that really don't add time to your day or don't add much time to your day and really don't take much effort. But when you combine all of these little tips and tricks that you're going to learn over the next 21 days, you could, you'd be really surprised at the, at the massive change, the positive and lasting effect that they can have on your overall health. And a lot of the times we underestimate what the power of these little things can have on our health. And so that's why I just wanted to, from the get-go, explicitly say that because I want you to not have that mindset of, 
oh, this is just such a teeny tiny thing. Is it really going to matter? But the truth is it does. And like I said, in conjunction with all of those other things, it can make a big difference. So, you know, this is the one time I'm going to put out, pull out that whole teacher lecture on you, but it really is true. If you follow along with the challenge in its entirety, you will have better success than if you just listen along and don't participate. Now, I'm not saying if you just listen along, don't participate, that you're not going to still gain things and, and you will, but, uh, but you'd be surprised at how much more you can gain if you go through and, and talk about or, or kind of reflect on what I ask and, and work on those, those little tips and tricks. Okay. So like I said, last time I'll put a little teacher lecture on you. Um, and other than that, just kind of listen and enjoy. But the other thing I do want to say about that is even though I am putting this out as a 20 way, 20, sorry, 21 day challenge, which I am putting out over 21 consecutive days, please do not feel like you have to follow along at that same speed. So if you want to take a few days to sit with each of the episodes or learning points, do it. If you guys miss a day, absolutely no worries. Pick up where you left off on the next day or the day after that. I specifically actually put this challenge on the Vino and Vaginas podcast so that they would just have a place to always live and that there would be no time limit on you playing them and listening to them, kind of like you would with live videos. Because I, I know we are all so busy these days. And even though my goal with these episodes are to be short and sweet, I know sometimes it can be hard to even find the time or maybe the energy, maybe you have the time, but you just don't have the energy to listen. Or maybe one day you're just tired. And so you don't think you're really going to be able to absorb the information and that's okay. So do this 21 day challenge in 31 days or do it in 60 do it at whatever pace works for you. And not only that, you might actually find that one of the episodes is more relevant to you and maybe it really resonates with you and and you want to go over that information again and you want to listen to it again. So maybe you'll listen to one episode more than once. Whatever you guys want, cool. You do you, girl. That's why it's going to just live here and you can always have access to it. The other thing I want to say about the challenge is that this is really more of an overall pelvic health challenge. So we'll be chatting about and focusing on aspects of our health that we can really all work on, regardless of our age or our season of life, regardless to whether or not you have children, whether maybe you're about to have children or you don't have children at all, whether you might be someone who deals with incontinence or pelvic pain or any other symptom of a pelvic health dysfunction. I'm not going to laser in on any of these specific topics. Maybe I will in future days and future challenges or future programs. But for this particular challenge, it's all about just learning as much as we can that's going to help us all. Make sense? Um, And so now that we have some of that boring housekeeping out of the way, I just want to give you guys a really brief overview of what the pelvic floor is. Um, And I know this is, and not I know, I actually, this is really important that you know, and it's really informative because it's 
forming the foundation of what we're going to talk about the rest of these days. But I also want to warn you guys, it's probably going to be one of the more boring parts of the whole challenge, just because it's learning, you know, anatomy and physiology, and it's not necessarily super fun. But that's okay, because once you get through this one, you've learned the foundation, we can build from there. Make sense? Okay. So the pelvic floor, it's actually a group of muscles that essentially separate the inside of your body from the outside of your body. And these muscles form the floor of the pelvis and they sit kind of like a hammock or a sling at the bottom and keep everything kind of above where it should be. So the role of the pelvic floor muscles there's many actually, and we probably won't go through all of it, but the role is it provides a huge source of stability to our body. It keeps our organs where they're supposed to be. So our bladder, our uterus, and our rectum, it makes sure that it keeps, it plays a role in keeping us continent. So not leaking, whether that's urine, feces, or flatulence, and it plays a huge role in sexual health too. So the quick way you can think about the pelvic floor is it keep things inside your body. So your, you know, your bladder, your uterus and your rectum all of the time. Uh, and then of course, urine, feces, flatulence, when you choose, it allows things out of your body, such as urine, feces, flatulence, when you choose, or if you're having a baby and it also allows things in your body. So whether you're having penetrative sex or anything like that, putting on a tampon, anything like that. So this is a, a major role of the pelvic floor. And what people don't often either know, or if they do know this, they don't really consider it, is that the pelvic floor, they are muscles just like any other muscle in our body. And just like any other muscle in our body, these muscles are meant to contract at times and they are meant to relax at times. And they're meant to do so at the appropriate time. And when we don't see that, so either those muscles aren't contracting properly, relaxing properly, or a combination of the two, that is when we see a pelvic floor dysfunction. So that means that's when we see something not functioning properly that can either currently or in the future lead to issues. And so if you really start to think of those muscles like they are as muscles, you can realize how much we can change how they're functioning and optimize how they're functioning. And a big part of, um, of pelvic floor physio and pelvic floor training is really getting those muscles to work as they should and as optimally as possible. And the reason I love doing challenge like this, I guess, I guess this is actually our first challenge that we've done, but the reason why I love chatting about stuff like this is because you can actually have a pelvic floor that's not necessarily functioning as optimally as it can, but have absolutely no clue because you don't necessarily have any symptoms. And so I like to go through this and really educate people and talk about it because if you can figure that out before you start to have symptoms, then you can prevent them from happening in the first place. And it's funny, a lot of the times people will ask me, well, okay, hey, so if my pelvic floor is not working quite properly, then how do I not know about it? Or kind of on the flip side, I'll have people who maybe have symptoms of a pelvic floor dysfunction. So maybe they have 
a heaviness in their vagina. They feel pressure. Um, they might have incontinence and they might say, you know, this kind of came out of nowhere and I don't really know why it happened. So something must have happened. And they don't realize that a lot of the time those muscles might not have been working for weeks, months, years even. And the analogy I always give to people to explain how that can happen is thinking about two people working an assembly line. Now these two people are working the line and they're making a product, okay? And that product is getting made. So at the end of the line, all is good. Nobody thinks twice, right? Now, what if the first guy, he, he gets tired or something happens and, or he's just slacking off. So he's just not pulling his part, but the guy next to him, he's a workaholic and he, you know, it's important to him. So he's going to make sure that he picks up the slack. So guy one is slacking guy two you know, picking up the slack, picking up the slack. So at the end of the line, that product's getting made. It looks perfect. There's no issues. So nobody thinks twice, but maybe over weeks, months, years, who knows that person picking up the slack, he, uh, he might start to struggle or he might start to get tired or he might just have enough. And at which point he stops picking up the slack. Now, all of a sudden, that product isn't getting made or it's not getting made as it's supposed to. And all of a sudden we see that something's going on. But the truth is that something was really brewing for a while. And this is how a lot of the times our body can work. We can have stuff that's not working as optimally as possible, but be pretty okay and not none the wiser. Now, I don't want this to be any sort of fear-mongering or scaremongering or anyone to think that, oh my gosh, they have to check out every part of their body and make sure everything is functioning perfectly because that's not, that's not the case. That's not what I'm trying to say. But absolutely, I just want you guys to know if we can optimize how our body's moving and optimize some of these things in our control, then we can prevent a lot of those issues down the road and we can, you know, just feel that we are taking control. And that is huge sometimes. So that's my little analogy. I love analogies. So I'm guessing I'm going to give you a few over the course of these 21 days. Um, and if you guys ever have any questions, you're more than welcome to reach out for me or to me. So anyway, yes, that's your pelvic floor, a group of muscles that essentially separates inside of your body from the outside plays a huge role in stabilizing everything. Um, and then obviously plays a role in your sexual health and then keeping you from having incontinence and a host of other things. Like I said, I'm not going to get into the two, two specifics. And if I feel like we need to down the road, I will. Okay. So there is your kind of brief introduction. I guess I actually talked a little bit longer than I was intending to. So sorry about that. I guess there was more housekeeping than I realized, but this is kind of what you can look forward to in the next 21 days. Like I said, each day we're going to focus on a different topic and there's going to be tips and tricks and maybe some reflection questions and things that we can really hone in on to better our health. But before I leave you today, I am going to give you guys just a really, really small amount of homework. And I want you to basically, I'm going to ask you a, a couple of questions or, or two or three questions. 
And I want you to really think about the answers to these. I want you to reflect on them. And ideally you'd either write down the answers or you can even do a little video of you chatting through the answers if you want. Um, and I want you to do so before you listen to tomorrow's episode. Now, my first question is, how would you consider your pelvic health right now? Would you say it's rockstar status? Maybe could use some improvement? What do you think? And number two, what are you hoping to learn from this challenge? And third, is there anything in particular you would like to work on or improve? So like I said, think about these answers, write them down. And the reason I want you to do this is because I want you to think about what you are hoping to achieve or not achieve, but learn over the next course of time. Um, but I also think it's really good to come back to these questions at the end of the challenge, take a read through and see what's changed. There you guys have it. The end of day one. And I am looking forward to chatting a little bit more specifically about our next topic tomorrow. Chat soon.